Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Monday, my friends. New day, a new week. I am coming to you live from our Big Life New Year Retreat House in Pensacola, Florida. Good morning, my girls. Everybody is up. We're excited to be alive. And in fact, some of these girls know that uh, they have friends, families, sisters that listen to this podcast. And they want to say hi to you. So come on up, girls. Those of you that want to do a quick shout out this morning, just get on up here and uh, tell them your name and give a shout out to whoever you think might be listening today. Hi, this is Dana from Raleigh. I want to give a shout out to my big life group in Bedford, Kathy, Karen, and Trish. Good morning. We love you. Hey, Nani from Colorado. Hey, Team Tough and all my girls that listen. Yay, good morning. Anybody else want to do a shout out? It's not too late. Nobody else has a single soul that listens to this that you want to say good morning to? What in the world? Okay. Good morning to the... Jugs. (laughs) Jugs. <laughs> Good morning, the leadership team. Yay. Good morning. That was Jody, everybody. All right, here comes Stephanie. Good morning. This is Stephanie from Perryville, Missouri. I just want to say hi to all of my Perryville girls, my sisters. I love you all. I know you're watching. Perryville girls, you know I love you. Y'all steal my heart. Okay, here we go. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is That's a Problem. Jesus says we will be known by our love, and our love is to make him known. So every day, we show up and we try to love, right? You're trying to love. We try. But y'all know some people are easier to love than others. Some just test the Jesus in you. And I bet you can think of a very specific person that is really hard to love. Someone you work with, someone you live with, someone you share a circle with. Jesus just wants you to love them, but it is stretching you to your limits. Who is it? that is most hard for you to love? Oh, I know exactly who it is. Let me hit the nail on the head and give you your aha moment really early. It's someone you live with. It's someone you work with too. And it's someone in every one of your circles. It's you. You are most hard for you to love. You have become self-critical and judgmental of yourself. And of course you have because you've spent a whole lot of time with you. I'm a fan of long distance relationships. Our time together is short and sweet. It is savored and precious. And then you go home. I don't have to deal with your quirky self on the daily. And let me tell you, Girl, you are quirky, okay? You've got some weird things that you do. Some of y'all label crap and alphabetize it. (laughs) 
And some of y'all can't sit and keep your hands still. And some of y'all eat popcorn really loud. And some of y'all come up with the craziest cockamamie ideas that no one understands. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) And it's cute for a short amount of time, but then we need some space. And that's the problem. Wherever you go, well, there you are. And you can't get space from you. You intimately know your struggles. You have to put up with your own darn quirkiness 24-7. You had a front row seat to every one of your failures. You don't even like the sound of your own voice. And let's not talk about looking in the mirror or seeing yourself in photos. Oh, mercy. It's a real issue. Do you have a hard time loving you? And let's make this real clear. This is a problem. And it's a problem for Jesus. You will be known by your love. And your love is to make him known. But you refuse to fully love the person you simply can never get away from. You. I promise you this. You Hating you is not an honorable representation of your creator. You may cover it up as humility, but at its core, it's hateful. You are hateful to you. And you being hateful to you doesn't make a single soul say, wow, I just got to know what that girl is doing, how she just hates herself like that. I got to know. I got to know about the one who helps her hate herself so well. I just got to know where she gets, gets this deep, critical spirit for herself from because I really want some of that too. Nobody ever says that. Do you want to know why loving others exhausts you so much sometimes? Because you show up already worn out from the battle you're fighting with yourself. Before you ever greet your family in the morning, you've already beat yourself up for how your body is aging and how your energy is never enough and how you've secretly failed yourself. And maybe you put on a good show so no one else sees it, but you hear it. And that little voice in your head just never stops, does it? It's why we struggle with relationships. We're looking for someone to fill that empty hole within us, but no matter how much they pour into us, it's never enough because, girl, you keep poking at the hole. God wants to heal that hole in you. He wants to help you calm the voices. He wants to help you love yourself so you can show up in this world in a way that glorifies your creator. Let me ask you, what is your current favorite product? Something you own And you just love it. Maybe you love your Roomba. You got a Roomba and you just love your little Roomba. She just cleans those floors for you. And maybe it's your sleep number bed. Anybody got a fancy bed and you just love your bed? I know you love your bed. Or how about your Lululemon workout pants that you don't really work out in? You know, you just love those. Or your Stanley cup, your Dyson hair dryer, your Ugg boots, your jacked up Jeep, or your fancy Tesla. 
Or maybe it's like your Dawn dishwashing soap spray because that stuff is pure magic, y'all. I'm telling you, if you do not use the Dawn dishwashing spray, it will get a stain out of your shirt that's three months old. I'm not kidding you. It's magic. You have something you love. Now, imagine if this product you love started telling you all about how much it dislikes itself. What if your Ugg boots constantly told you how truly ugly they really are. Because let's face it, those boots are ugly, okay? You know that's why they're called UG, right? Because they're ugly. If every step you took in your UG boots, they just hated themselves, you would eventually believe there was something wrong with them. And there's certainly something wrong with whoever made those boots because those boots aren't supposed to talk about how ugly they are. What if your Roomba roamed around your floors vacuuming, uh, vacuuming up all the dog hair like she always does, but she started incessantly talking about her clumsiness and her tendency to always bump into things? Oh my gosh, I can just never get from the kitchen to the bedroom without running into everything and I always get stuck under the couch. Gosh, why do I do that? I hate that about my Roomba self. I'm always just wandering around lost and I start running low and run out of energy and I just can't get it all done. If your Roomba started talking like this, you would think the insanely rich creator of the Roomba wasn't so great after all. Dude, what you made, made hates itself. Could that be our representation of God? Oh, God is so good, and he is so faithful. I love God, but I just can't love me. I'm just messed up. I'm flawed. I'm never good enough. I'm unworthy. But everybody, you should really love the one who personally designed me. He's great. Do you see what you're doing when you're unloving towards yourself? Do you see how it's totally not humble? It's totally not honoring, and totally not God's will for you. You see it, don't you? So when are you going to get serious enough to do something about it? Jude chapter 1, verses 20 and 21 says, But you, beloved, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith, and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God as you await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. Let me read that to you in the message translation. Same scripture, Jude 1, verses 20 through 21. It says, stay right at the center of God's love keeping your arms open and outstretched, ready for the mercy of our master, Jesus Christ. This is the unending life, the real life. And we do precisely the opposite of this. Us beloved girls of the Almighty we tear ourselves down in comparison and shortcomings, and we disqualify ourselves from the love of God, all while we are supposed to be building ourselves up in faith and keeping ourselves in the love of God. Instead, we shut down, we shrink back, and we hide. We build walls, 
and we live on the outskirts of God's love instead of staying right smack dab in the middle of it. God loves you, but you aren't keeping yourself in that love when you continually choose to not love yourself. This is a problem, a serious problem, and God wants to change that this year. My friend Jody is reading a book right now, and I don't know the book, so I can't tell you the source, but she sent me a photo of one of the paragraphs from this book yesterday, and it said this, practice the mindset of being profusely loved by God. Practice the mindset of being profusely loved by God. How does a girl who is profusely loved by God wake up? How does she look at herself in the mirror? How does she eat? How does she go through her day? Practice the mindset. I mean, that's a total shift in your mindset, huh? The mindset of being profusely loved by God. If you knew how much your creator loved you, you would find it easy to love you too. And if you loved you just as you were created, you would represent your creator in a magnificent way. But instead, you're the Roomba, wandering around, cleaning floors, blasting to the world about your low battery and your tendency to get stuck in the corners you constantly miss. It's hard for me to praise your maker when you're continually telling me that what he made isn't enough. That's good, by the way. You should write that down, okay? It is hard for me and everyone else to praise your maker when you're continually telling us that what he made is not enough. Beloved, build yourself up and keep yourself in the love of God. Today, practice this mindset of being profusely loved by God. Invite your soul to plunge into his love like a dolphin romping in the sea. So just go ahead and get that visual, okay? The dolphin clearly doesn't hate itself. It swims and it jumps and it celebrates everything it was created to do. And every single one of us absolutely love watching a dolphin, don't you? Like if you're at the beach and you see a dolphin, you're like, there's a dolphin. And we literally delight in seeing a dolphin just being a dolphin and doing its dolphin things. A dolphin doesn't make a lot of money. A dolphin doesn't speak eloquently. A dolphin doesn't run marathons. A dolphin doesn't have a degree. A dolphin does dolphin-ing, and we love it for it. And I'm telling you, we need to see you living like that. We need to see you plunging into God's love, building yourself up. We need to see you jumping up, unafraid to be seen, loving how your creator created you. I need to see Arlene, Arleening. I need to see Bree, Breeing. I need to see Tammy, Tammy-ing. I need to see Wendy, just Wendy-ing. Angie, you honor your creator when you are Angie-ing. 
Dana, please bring your Dana in. Heather, get your Heathering on today. Jody, I sure hope you are Jody in. Lene, only you can bring your Lene in. Let's see Nan, Nain, you know, Nanning, Nanning. girl, only you can Nanny like you Nanny. It's probably a dance. Rebecca, you're Rebecca Ean, and Stephanie, you're Stephanie Ean, shows me your creator. Actively engage in this unending, extravagant, no strings attached affection for you. That's not bragging, boasting, or showing off. That's saying, hey, I'm an Ugg boot. And I am showing up exactly as I am created to. I was designed to look like this. And the one who made me really likes me. That's saying, I'm a Tesla Model 3. And I'm not going to beat a Porsche 911 GT2 RS in a race. I had to look that crap up. Okay, I'm not a car person. I literally had to look up, like, what's the fastest car? Okay. So I'm this Tesla, and I'm not going to beat this portion of race, but I'm going to get you 132 miles to the gallon. That's saying I'm a Stanley Cup. I can't make my own water, but girl, I can keep your water cold, and I can also keep that coffee hot. I'm magical in my way. I'm not like you, and you're not like me, but we can each glorify our maker when we adopt the mindset of being profusely loved by our maker. And we glorify our creator when, like a dolphin romping in the sea, we plunge into God's love for us, totally enough and wholly chosen and confidently placed in a time such as this. I will stop everything I'm doing to watch that dolphin naturally doing dolphin things, loving its dolphin life. And in the same way, I will stop everything I'm doing to see you naturally doing your thing, loving your life. Oh, what a beautiful representation of your creator you are when you keep yourself in his love. Let's just get back in his love. With those outstretched arms and open heart, this is how we live. We stop hating ourselves. We stop picking on ourselves. And we love who God created us to be. And if you don't know who he created you to be, I'm telling you, start the journey to figure it out. And it starts by just recognizing that you're special and you're unique. And God created you just the way he wanted to. I would love to pray with y'all today. Would you join me right now? Let's pray together. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for waking us up today. And today we just want to say thank you for loving us. Through it all, your love has never once wavered. You have never given up on us. You've never walked away from us. You've never shaken your head and said, man, that girl is just messed up. You love us. And God, we want to stay in that love. I pray for the girl listening right now who is really struggling to love herself. I pray that you would heal her, that you would heal that wound, that you would fill that hole, that you would help her to see herself through your eyes that you would help her to show up as who you created her to be and let us all see that so we can praise you, her creator.
I pray that we would each live in a way that glorifies you and brings you honor, God. Forgive us for all the times we have been less than who you created us to be. Thank you for every soul you've brought to hear this. I thank you for the lives that are sitting in this room with me right now, for those that are watching live, for those around the world listening to the podcast today, tomorrow, next week, next year, 10 years from now, God. I just thank you for them, and I pray your blessings over them. I pray for breakthroughs in their lives. I pray for their families. I ask for your provision and your protection. Thank you for loving us. We receive that love. We know you profusely love us. And I pray we stay right in that love today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Everybody, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a beautiful day of life. We'll do it again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.